Welcome back to Lost in Transition. My name is Riyadh. My name is James. I mean, Kevin Gladson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you actually made a mistake on purpose. <laughs> no. It's like your name's not fucking James. <laughs> All right. Uh, today is Tuesday, March 1st. Gladdy just uh, got back from his uh, vacation in New York. Gladdy, vacation, how was it? bro. I went for one day. Yeah. How was your vacation at the Garden? Oh, man. That's a great arena. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. What? Have you been to any stadiums outside of Atlanta? Yeah, I've been or to arenas. The, I've been to the Philly one. You've been to Wells Fargo? Yeah. Right, let's see what I got. I got the, I've been to the Heat. I've been to the Sixers. You've been to the, you went. You've been to the fucking Miami Heat. Yeah. Arena? I've been to the Wizards. I've been to the Knicks. I've been to the Suns. Suns, yeah. That's a new five. one on your. On your so list. I've been five. I've been to five. That's pretty I've been, good. I've been to two. I might pull a CJ and try to just see every stadium in the NBA. I mean, that's my goal. That'd be pretty cool. In the next five years, I'll I'll be at all of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Five years, baby. You better start that road trip right now and start hitting games. Right now, baby. I'm going five years. Let's go. I'll be back. Um, all right. So uh, last week, we kind of went over the trades, the big trades, obviously. Harden, Harden Simmons trade. Uh, the Sixers have been looking good since uh, Harden um, laced them up for the Sixers. Um, how how's Simmons been looking? I haven't been able to watch them yet. Um, he's been playing pretty well. Yeah, another <laughs> another back tightness. Yeah, he's got a bad back. Everybody knows that. All right, yeah, so get off his get off the reason. Get off definitely his the fucking back. All right. Yeah, get off his well, fucking back. Yeah. Um, but they did beat the Bucks the other night. Um, with just Kyrie, so uh, that was a bad loss for the Bucks. Um, <clears throat> what uh, what what have you seen from the Sixers? Um that you like uh where do i start um all right so i'm gonna preface all this um obviously with the fact that i mean the wolves aren't a bad team but they're one of the worst uh they give up the most fouls in the nba and they're a very poor um defensive rebounding team uh so i'll preface that and then obviously uh the new york knicks our fucking joke. I had one good season. Everyone lost their mind. And in that one good season, they lost in five games to the Hawks. Yeah. Um, that being said, I mean, I don't think you could have had a better first two games. I mean, <laughs> seeing where Harden was scoring four points against the Kings a couple of weeks ago to like just ramping up and already looking this good. It's let me let me ask you about that. Like, should should NBA fans care? Like, should we care that he like basically faked an injury? Um, that's a good question. I mean, he's not the only one to ever do it, or not yeah. even like this year. I just I'm feel sure like it's, it's the same. It's the same concept of like, even if his hamstring was bothering him a little bit. I mean, it was obviously like minor. Yeah. Um. But, like, it's not the first time someone, like, started, like, playing, like, shit purposely or, like, not trying. Yeah. Um, you know, we've had, we've seen other, circ- like, AD did that. Um, it's just interesting to see, like, 
when that happens, which players would we like give the benefit of the doubt to and yeah. which players we don't. I saw something that's like, it's like, how do you find the balance? Cause like Harden gets killed for like asking out of Houston, you know, th- uh, two teams in the last yeah. two years, but like, and like now, and like also people like give Dame shit on Twitter for being like, Oh, I'm so loyal. Yeah. And it's like, dude, go win. Like that's not how the NBA is nowadays. And you're not winning shit in Portland. Yeah. I mean, I agree, but it's also like, I don't think he should be shit on for it. Like it's his career. He can decide yeah, what exactly. to do with it. And I, I think that's the, but I, I think, think well, I think it's different when you, when you're like s- sabotaging your team. I think, I think it's like, depending on whether we like the player and where he ends up, whether it's a team we like or not is basically dependent on like whether we support that player or not. Like yeah, it's, yeah. But like if you I mean, were one of his teammates, was, this trade was sabotage for sabotage. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, so I like what that's, Simmons was that's doing. That's kind of why people are more. Simmons, like, what Simmons was doing was awful, but I'm saying, like, yeah. now that he's on the Nets, like, like I, I think I think we should hold that against him to say, like, any player that does that, we should hold that against them in terms of, like, their character and their, um, like, commitment to their teammates. But I don't think, like, we ha- we have to have some kind of standard for, like, how you especially like the superstars how they treat their organizations yeah and the players most their teammates mostly i just care about that mostly yeah i, I, I think agree it's on teammates part because like i think the the player empowerment's obviously huge nowadays and it's like the same yeah. with any other work industry where like you should be able to have the flexibility to leave if you don't aren't happy there anymore anything yeah but like that's that. not what we're, that's not what we're talking about like we're both i don't think anyone would disagree with like a player's allowed to take his his career in his own hands it's the it's like the actively sabotaging a, a franchise during a season yeah. i think it's hard and also part of it and like maybe it's just me making an excuse for him because he's on our team now but like he also like didn't really i don't know i mean obviously he was traded there like people are gonna you're never gonna know if he what he actually said is true where like he wanted to get traded here all yeah. along like this was his destination he wanted to be at and playing with Embiid but yeah. like I also think like he didn't realize at the time of like all right like yeah obviously like Katie's been beat up lately like a little bit injury prone and like Kyrie's an absolute psychopath and like yeah. whether it's like directly to his team or not he sabotages multiple franchises at this point yeah and so yeah I agree it's um it's definitely uh like you said, we have to, we do have to find that balance where like we want, we want the player to have, you know, to have the freedom to make his own decisions for his career. But we also, we understand that it can go too far and that, you know, that we should, we should keep that in account when a player moves on, not just like forget about it. Uh, Zach Lowe had like a, has like a theory. I don't know too much on it. So I'll just briefly touch on it. What he was saying, like, that this was all part of like Houston and Philly's like plan all along as like a conspiracy theory to like drive Harden's value down so that they didn't have to give up like Matisse and Maxi and Ben and like picks like they would have had to give up last year. It's kind of yeah. funny. Oh yeah, yeah but like, I, guess, looking... I guess I guess Daryl was Yeah, exactly. Both like, oh, him and like Fertita, like even though they went separate ways, like kind of it yeah. was all part of a plan to like sabotage the Nets and like I don't know, like get, get not a bad theory yeah it's kind of <laughs> funny to think about um 
especially because like looking back on it it's like uh like if we would have made that trade last year like realistically we probably still wouldn't have won the championship and like i mean there would have been a chance but like and now we got to keep like maxi and matisse out of it it's like Mm -hmm. yeah just to kind of kind of touch up on um, what I've seen the first two games. Obviously, they've looked really good. I think you touched up on a little bit on the free throws. I mean, I think they're just going to live at the line. Like, Yeah, it's going to be. It's, they, yeah, it's, and like Harden and Harden and Bede are already like through two games when they're both on the floor together. They're a plus 46. Yeah. Um, like 10 points. When and won. I can't even imagine like the bloodbath that's going to occur like if they played like Miami. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh my God! They're just gonna—they're gonna try to beat up and beat down low. Like they're yeah, just gonna—they're just gonna try to, you know, and be that's real the, physical uh, with them. That's the thing too. Like, like Embiid already drew a lot of fouls. Like I think he was already like first or second in the NBA per game. Mm-hmm. But like he's not gonna have as many like straight up post ups a game now. But like he's gonna be like catching the ball in like such vulnerable positions for the defense. The yeah. way like they're going to have no choice but to foul him or like he's going to get like a layup for him, which is like a free throw line jumper. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what I've seen so far, I mean, obviously I think that, um, you know, I was, I thought Maxi would still fit well and like play well, but like, I didn't think it was going to be this level where like, he seems like he's hit another level these last two games. Like, just feels so comfortable out there. I mean, he's getting a lot more space. Um, he's able to run out and transition. Harden's been finding him. Uh, I mean, Tobias is clearly like a, a number four now, which is realistically, I still don't think he's not like a, a great fit on this team, but like, that's probably what he is on a championship caliber team anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Maxi is your three now? I mean, I think he's better than Tobias at this point. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we'll see, I mean, if he continues this in the postseason or not. But, like, this season, he's he's definitely been. Can you put Maxi on, on, on the other team's best guard? So, he's okay. He's, like, I mean, he's quick and, like, he's he, like, makes good steals and everything. He's not, like, a... I, I think he can deal with a lot of like smaller guards, but he can't deal with like a Jimmy Butler or like mm. something like that. Like he can hang with like a, a Kyle Lowry or, you know, that type of player in the East. But like you run into like, I mean, obviously we have a lot of other benefits against these teams, but like you run into like the Celtics where they have like a Brown and a Tatum, like you can't put him on one of them. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, you know, obviously the, uh, I think, Niang's a great fit with Harden just because he, you know, has no conscious catch and shoot within a second. Um, everyone always like was saying like that it wouldn't be a great fit. And like I said, take all this with a grain of salt because it's been two games. Because like Embiid's not much of a roller, but like he doesn't even have to like full like he's gonna do some of that. And you've seen him get plenty of dunks or fouls or layups out of that. And I mean, even if he takes like a dribble or like catches it and not like off a lob like dunk, but like even like a pick in like a short roll they ran a lot of that where like he would do a dribble handoff from the top of the key Harden coming off like a side screen from Tobias into a pick and roll and then like Embiid's roll can be like a soft roll to the free throw line it doesn't always have to be like a full roll where you're looking for like a rim lob and 
you know, going to be getting beat up because, like, like you said, with someone against like Miami, like he, that's it. he's not going to be able to take that for seven games. Like that's going to be cruel. Yeah, that's kind of the only spot I see in terms that might hurt them um, on the playoff run is is that that backup center spot. Oh yeah, that's um, that's yeah. I mean, I was going to get into that, but yeah, go ahead. I I think obviously when Embiid and Harden on the on the floor you know, the pieces that the Sixers have to put around them is elite. Um, but I think once, and again, this is this is also in combination with Harden's struggles in the playoffs, um, that if Embiid is out, you know, and Harden's in, he's going to have to be able to, to make up for the lack of yeah. center that they especially have out there. So far, especially because so far they've been doing like the pairing of, Embiid and Maxi and Tobias and Harden. So like I'm not like too worried about like Harden's postseason struggles because of um it's not gonna have to like he like when he's had those struggles like in Houston, like obviously other than the Chris Paul year, like he's had to do everything for such a long period of time. And this postseason, like, even if he has to do it for short stretches, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to having to do it for, you know, 20 minutes a half. You know? Now, on the on the points, uh, on the uh, point that we made about the free throws, do you think that, because, you, you know, in the playoffs, it's a little bit more physical. Do you think that they won't actually get as many free throws as we think they will compared to the regular uh, to season? To a certain extent. I mean, like. I think it'll come down, but I still think it'll be get it'll still give them a drastic advantage versus their opponent. Yeah. Like even if they're not calling as much, like I still think they're gonna be shooting like borderline, like yeah, double the opponents. Yeah. I mean to, other than maybe like, you know, the heat or like the bucks. Yeah. Uh, I think uh I think at this point and uh we kind of did a little bit of a transition to the heat, but I think at this point I I'm confident in saying, or I'm comfortable in saying, even after two games watching the Sixers, I'm comfortable in saying that the Sixers and the Bucks are the top favorites in the East. Um, you, put and the, then, you put the Sixers ahead of, uh, like, like a, a I, we, big step above Miami. Yeah, I just I don't think Miami can. Like, I think they're they good they're good and they got good pieces, but like they have one, they have one like borderline superstar. Uh, Sixers have potentially two, depending on if Harden can keep playing like this. Um, yeah. The Bucks have, you know, they have one, but then they have two stars um, that can kind of, you know, take over in certain spots. Yeah, um, and they have the championship uh, pedigree from last year. They're not as old as the Heat. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not big on the Heat. I think they're going to be tough for any team that plays them and could take, you know, any team to seven probably. I just think like their lack of debt, debt, uh, their lack of bench. I don't, you know, like they have dudes like Max Struess and stuff. Like I don't believe in those guys. But like I don't even. Yeah, I mean, and also, and I don't, and I also don't see Bam. I don't see Bam guarding Embiid. Like I don't, I don't think that works. But I think the thing with the Heat and they've done decent in the past. I'm not saying Embiid. I mean, he's gotten so much better. But like they'll throw the two three zone at us like which obviously this is all like pre-hardened so like they've thrown a two three at us when we 
didn't have a hardened type player and like that's given us fits because yeah. like we don't have the personnel to attack that um or you know that it's just like kyle lowry and pj tucker like taking fucking two charges each like yeah that type of shit with like a spolster coach that worries me um but that's that's the thing i think the only way the heat win is if if the the Sixers allow the Heat to get away with that stuff and like let that like determine yeah. the game. Like if if Harden and Embiid are playing at their best, I just don't right. think no, I have enough. I agree, but yeah. you know, well, well, yeah, it is I'm, playoffs again. Like like yeah. we said, there it is a little bit more physical. We do still have some questions or about yeah. playoff success for the Sixers. So yeah, there's still a lot of questions. I I think the first two games, obviously, they didn't play great teams, um, but. Yeah. You know, they had some, they did play someone with another, you know, another elite center. So, um, yeah, I, I just think I've been saying this over the last two years. I just think Embiid is such a, a unique matchup for most teams that, you know, I think the, the Heat are a good team and the, you know, even the Celtics, the Nets, I just don't, this year, right now, the, the Sixers, I, I think are just a nightmare matchup for most teams. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that being said, uh, it's just so important they keep finding ways for Thibel to be playable offensively because yeah. against those type of teams without him on the court, like they're really, really going to struggle to guard, and and it's just going to have to be we're just going to have to outscore them. Yeah, I mean, like I still think Embiid can like lift it to like an average defense, and like we'll probably be able to, um kind of have a little another level to get to defensively that he hasn't been showing right now um you know in the postseason because he's not going to have to do legit everything on offense so yeah that should help as well um but i guess it's a good transition to miami i think one thing that i think that is a big wild card for them because i agree to like i think guys like struce is probably not like a, a good playoff player or anything but like i thought i mean vincent's gabe vincent's been a lot better this year um and it's like he bumps down to like a a borderline like having to even play guy if they come back healthy once they get like Markeith Morris back. Uh, everyone's, I mean, I'm not saying I'm confident in this, but like a lot, a lot of chatter from the uh, you know Heat reporters and everything is that like Oladipo is supposed to come back in the next week, and he's looked like really, really good. Um, you know, if you were to get. Yeah, 60 to 80 percent Victor Oladipo as like I mean like I said these these are all just bench guys for them um where you I mean got like I mean do you think do you think Bam can guard and beat all game without getting into foul trouble because I don't um he, he cannot guard him all game and no, not getting the foul no, trouble. but like how the heat play defense is kind of like that I mean, like I said, it, it will be different with Harden, but like it's where like they kind of pack it in. Like yeah. you're gonna have like Lowry nipping at his heels too. You're gonna have PJ Tucker like trying to take charges or get like cheap fouls on Embiid as well. So like I do think that they can slow him down about like regardless of size, about as good of any as anyone in the, in the East. Yeah, like, I, I don't think anyone else. I mean, barring. Obviously, like Brook Lopez, if he comes back, the, the Bucks will have the best matchup. But like, yeah, you know, that lower back injury does not seem like it's getting much better. Yeah, that's to 
just quickly on the Bucks. That's the only thing I'm worried about is the Brook Lopez thing. If yeah. Brook Lopez like was healthy, I, yeah, exactly. If I think if a Brook Lopez was healthy, I think it would be easy. Bucks are favorites. Yeah, and I still do think they're the favorites. Like we haven't had enough playoff success to put us as the favorites, but yeah. we have the potential to to come out of the East. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so I guess we could trans- transition over to the West. Um, we kind of talked about the East for a little bit. Um, I think one team that's kind of uh, interesting, um, they've a little bit of a win streak, um, I think. Yeah, a little bit of a win streak, win streak eight and two in the last 10, the Nuggets. Um, Jokic playing at a, another MVP level uh, this year. Um I don't think he's the MVP, but, um, you know, he's obviously their best player and him keeping them at that level um, this whole year, I think has been impressive. Um, I know you talked a little bit about um, hearing some rumors that Murray might come back um, this year. And um, so will Michael Porter Jr. Um, I think if they do come back, I, I think they're probably one of the one of my favorites in the West. Um, if they can just get some, you know, a couple weeks uh, together, uh, especially with Jamal coming back from that ACL tear. What do you think of the Nuggets? Yeah, I think it's just like, it's just a big question of like what, I mean, like Michael Porter, like Michael Porter Jr. will probably be like his, isn't like a major, major injury yeah. to like the point where I'm not worried about him. Um, but it's just like what Jamal Murray are you going to get if, he comes back with two weeks left in the regular season, like probably be in a play, play uh, minutes restriction, even in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I definitely think it, it makes them like, I mean, realistically without those guys, they don't have a chance of coming out of the West. Um, no, no with, way. With those two, I mean, you, you have a little bit of potential for them to get out of the West. Um, I, like I said, it is tough for him to just throw Mary. I mean, I think like, it, if, if, if they come back, they, I think that starting five is one of the best starting fives in the West um, yeah. with Jokic, Murray, um, Aaron Gordon, uh, Michael Porter. And I think they usually start Barton with them. Um, probably, probably Jeff Green this year. Jeff I Green, maybe. Bart, they like Barton, Barton as a six man. Got it. Um, um but yeah, I think that's that's a very yeah, good definitely. starting, especially on paper. Five. But yeah, like I said, it's just what percent of Murray you're gonna get when it matters. And like thinking about where they are right now, like they could run into like a like a Grizzlies or Warriors in the first round. So like that's not like a most the most ideal. I mean, I I think it'd be more beneficial for them to get it in like the four or five matchup to kind of like let them get their legs under themselves, and you know play like a Dallas or Utah before yeah. having to take, you know, face the Suns. But yeah, I think, I think it's, it's definitely going to be some like jockeying for position um, in the, like the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of that, like on both sides. Yeah. Both. Like, both I, uh, it's, it's always hard to tell like who's actually doing it and who's actually like, yeah. But like, usually you can tell if like they sit like three starters or whatever. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, it's usually lost by omission by like not playing your best players. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I think the West that like, if you're below 
if you're below four, you're, you're kind of worried about playing any of those top three teams. I think the Warriors, yeah. probably, honestly, the I'd probably want to play them out of out of all three of those um, if I had to pick. Um, but yeah, it's going to be definitely some jockeying right now. The Mavs and the Nuggets are tied um, for fifth and sixth, so um, definitely going to be some movements, some movement. I feel um, like those those top six are pretty pretty locked in in the in the West. I think so too. Um, I think uh, a team in the right now in the play-in, we've got the Wolves, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Pelicans. Um, Clippers are. Lakers obviously been a disappointment this year. Um, I watched the last game and it was just, it was honestly, it, it was awful. It was Lakers. They they gave up. Um, the Pelicans game. Yeah, the Pelicans game. They gave up like in the second quarter. Like you could tell. I don't know. I feel like LeBron is just too smart basketball wise to like pretend that he can like win a championship like it's hard for him to like actually like get himself motivated to like play for a championship when he knows his team's not good enough and like I think he's he's smart enough to know you know it's been you know 75 percent of the season and you can see it in his face and his body language that so He's obviously like his numbers are still super impressive, but like, don't you think there has been like a drop off, like in terms of like him carrying his team to straight up like a dominant like winning season? I think he has definitely dropped off about five percent, I'd say. Um, but I think that five percent was huge, you know, him being able to carry a team. Um, I also think like he's he's also like looking more for his offense than he is on like distributing. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's like a, I bet you it's a balance of a lot of things. Like it's a balance of, it is this year. He knows he's not winning it. So like it's statistical, but then also it's like his lack of trust in how poor the roster construction is. So it's like, how am I, it's tough to balance that where like, it before it would be like, oh, like I know I have like shooters all around me or talent yeah. around me. So it's like, oh, I can get going when I want. So let's get these shooters going. So let's always make the right play. And now yeah. it's like, and now it's like, it's like I have an open shot. I'm going to take it because yeah. it's an open shot. And you, and you can see him like taking more threes this year. I'm taking more shots, period. Um, I, I think just like he, he just knows that even if he takes like a somewhat contested shot, that it's, it's, a better shot than than what he can create on this on this squad. Yeah. Um in terms of like getting it to his other other players, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um Westbrook's just like awful to watch. Yeah, I saw they they just got they bought out DeAndre Jordan and brought in DJ Augustine. Uh, yeah, it's just like it's about one old dude for another old dude. Honestly, just bench Westbrook for like 10 games and just see how the team plays. Yeah. Honestly, that's what I would do. I'd bench him for 10 games and just see how the team plays. If they play bad, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like the season's over anyways. If they play good, then maybe maybe he can come back and give him like six minute spots or something. Yeah. Six man. Six man like Lou Will. But yeah, it's been real disappointing for the Lakers. Um but what, on do, the- you think that, what do you what do you think about the Hawks? What uh what's as a Hawks fan? 
what's the most ideal scenario for you guys? They get a like a favorable matchup in the first round. Maybe like you you kind of win win a couple in the play in and like face the Bulls in the first round. Yeah. I mean, I at this the point where they're at, I mean, they're four games behind the Raptors. So I think technically they could. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're catching the Celtics. They're too far back. But yeah, they'll yeah, probably be. I, I don't. Good. They'll probably be in the play in. And yeah, if if they had to pick, I'd de- I think they would definitely pick the Bulls, um, especially because they have like a. I think the Bulls biggest week. Uh, weakness is going to be their their anchor in the on the defensive end um so you know i think capella could take advantage of that matchup i think i think obviously like numbers wise they're not at all but like i think the top four in the east is gonna not the same order but like i think the heat the bulls the sixers and the bucks are like i'm pretty sure like that's how the that that's how to end with those four as the top four yeah like I said, I think the order could change, but like, I don't. I think the Cavs are going to drop off, and prob. In my opinion, I think they're going to fall to the playing game. What the Raptors are going to be like a six seed? Yeah, I think the Raptors could move up. They're playing really well, um, and I don't know. They just have a lot of depth, and they just Nick Nurse is such a good coach, and like Garland's out right now, and Lavert's out. I just think that. I think the Raptors are going to move into move up. I mean, maybe the Nets if KD came back, but like realistically, it's, it's just a lot of ground to make up um, mm-hmm. with only twenty games left. So I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that the Cavs have a, a pretty not a. I mean, they still have a two and a half game lead, but like I wouldn't be shocked at all to see them in the playing game. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's probably a a decent prediction. Um... Yeah, I think I, I like the Cavs. It's just they're just really young, and you know they've had a couple key injuries. Um, so you know, I, if I if I I think they would give you a tough series, but out of those top six, I'd probably pick the Cavs to play out of anyone. For me, for the Sixers, for anybody. Yeah, I, I was about to say I definitely wouldn't play the Cavs. Yeah, but I'm not sure um, uh, another team and player also. Um, that have been killing it in the West is the Grizzlies and jaw. Um, the NBA um, yesterday came out with their power rankings and the Grizzlies were two behind the suns. Um, jaw had 52 last night. Um, crazy, crazy highlights. Dude literally wants to dunk on anybody. Like that's his like number one goal in every game, just to dunk on somebody. It's, it's honestly, it's great to watch. But um, you know we've we've talked to the, about them a few times about like how serious they are, because um, they're you know they're still young but they're 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 they have a a very um, deep team. Um, usually that doesn't really matter as much in the uh, postseason, obviously. But um, what what do you think about the Grizzlies? I don't know, man. I I definitely think they could win a series, especially with just how weak the bottom part of the western conference playoff picture is mm-hmm. um i would put i would i would be surprised if they went from never winning a playoff series to in the nba finals uh, i wouldn't be like absolutely shocked if they could if they got to the conference finals um mm-hmm. at all but like i don't see them beating this the suns in the west like 
barring like a huge Chris Paul setback or something like I don't I don't see that much of an inexperienced playoff team beating that deep of a Suns team with such like experience in the postseason not a ton of experience but like I don't know just Chris Paul at the helm with with book and all the depth they have and like kind of like a lot of good defensive weapons to throw on some of these Grizzly players mm-hmm. um I mean I think Aiton's like a pretty good matchup for Jaron Jackson Jr. uh I think that you put Mikhail on Ja, ja and like I mean he's a lot of length on him yeah exactly and like I'm not saying he's gonna stop him like that doesn't happen with superstars but like you've seen Mikhail give uh Steph a ton of issues so like mm-hmm. I would have trouble seeing them barring and, it, and he can injury. give and he can, and he can give Jaw space too because he's not as, as yeah. great of a shooter um so I, I would have trouble seeing them get to the finals but I definitely think they could win a round or two um yeah I, th- I mean I think I think I'd mostly agree with all of that. Um, I just think the West is very like, I think the East, obviously we've got a bunch of teams that are kind of stacked up. Um, not a lot of distance between them, but I think even then we can kind of, we know who like the, the favorites are, um, you know, with the bucks and the Sixers, they, they kind of have the, the, the superstars, but in the West, I feel like everybody's got a good player. Um, so I think it's very dependent on matchups. Like I think the jazz could win lose in the first round, but I I think they could also maybe, you know, get a couple good matchups and maybe, maybe make it, um, you know, to the second or third round. Um, Same thing with the Grizzlies. Like, I think, you know, if they, you know, if they have to play a full nuggets team, like a, a, you know, a healthy nuggets team, like that's going to be tough for them. Yeah. It's definitely a scary first round matchup. Especially like, with the experience the Nuggets have in the yeah, like the Mavs, like where they're at the five, they'll be playing the Jazz right now. Like I think that's favorable for them, but you know they could go down the six and then they have to play the Grizzlies the first round. Um, I don't know how well they've played against them this year. I don't think they have. So I think it's very matchup dependent. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Did you see the uh, NBA seventy five team? They ranked them. Uh. I like heard it, but I didn't really pay much attention to it, honestly. You can just look at the top 10. What do you think of the top 10? MJ, Braun, Kareem, Magic, Will, Russell, Larry Bird, Duncan, Oscar, Kobe. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty fair. Uh, I, I, I don't know who I was talking this about, but like, I don't really – I struggle with ranking the older players just because of my lack of – what maybe one, lack of knowledge and, like, seeing them play. Yeah. But I always still struggle. Like, I understand the argument of, like, different errors, but I, I just really struggle putting some of those players that played that long ago and that age and that athleticism, like, above – yeah. So players. I think, I think that's a great point. I think when I make, so this isn't my list, the one that you're looking at, this is the NBA 75, but when I make mine, I almost like I'll make this list and I'll include those players, but then in my final list, I'll exclude them. Um, so I know where they, like where I, they fall, but in terms of like 
if I'm trying to compare like George Mikan to like Tim Duncan, like that's so yeah, stupid to come me. On. Yeah. Um, so like I, I basically exclude anyone that didn't play majority of the eighties. So like right. if you ended in like 79, I didn't count you. If you like played to like 82, I didn't count you. Um, like you have to, you had to have played into the eighties when they had like the three point line. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause like when I, when I even look at like no disrespect for Oscar Robertson, but like, when I look at him and like Shaq, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, like Shaq was probably the most, I don't know, like one of the most dominant big men ever. And like, obviously it's a little biased because I saw it and everything. But like when I look at their like builds and and I get the different era argument, like with like Kobe and like guys like Jordan. Yeah. But like with like certain things like bigs like that. And I like see Bro, how even even in that era, like they didn't even keep some of the statistics. Like yeah. they didn't keep track of uh, blocks or steals and they didn't keep track of like, I don't know when they started it, but they didn't do defensive player of the year always or yeah. all defensive teams. Um, so there's like a lot of stuff that's missing from the old, old team. Um, one thing uh, just wanted to make, I think one thing that like kind of stood out to me um, very like, pointed was Giannis that he's already at 18 yeah that's pretty crazy and he's only like what 27 like turning 28 so you know he's I already get has... that but then also like when I look at it like I mean it kind of makes sense no I and like I'm it... not I'm not saying I'm disagree with it I'm saying it's yeah. crazy how high he is and how much higher he could go in his career right oh yeah yeah like he could easily make it into the top 10 if he wins a couple more rings like statistically yeah. he'll be there yeah and even so, like, yeah, no, I agree. I think. And if you took um, out, if you took out Will, Bill, and Oscar, I mean, Durant would be in the top ten. Yeah, Steph I was Curry say, I would be Durant, like twelve. I mean, we'll see how the next couple of years go. And the East is fucking stacked, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see Durant in there by the time his career is over. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be yeah. There's a lot of a lot of good talent coming up. You know, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of players. Yeah, definitely. All right, so I guess that wraps up this episode. Thank you, Gladdy. Thank you to everyone out there. Please rate and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Peace.